Okay, welcome. So today I want to offer some reflections about childhood trauma and dissociation. I want to talk about, you know, what is it? And I want to refer to Bessel van der Kolk, Body Keeps the Score, and also one of his colleagues, uh, Judith Herman, Trauma and Recovery, just about dissociation. And I also want to talk about my own process from being very dissociated post-childhood trauma into how I've started to reintegrate with my feelings and emotion and share some insights there. So, enjoy. So, yeah, so today I wanted to just talk a little bit about childhood trauma and dissociation. I'll, I'll read a few quotes, and I've read these, these before. I've certainly read the um, Bessel van der Kolk one. Uh, dissociation is the essence of trauma. The overwhelming experience is split off and fragmented so that the emotion, sounds, images, thoughts and physical sensations related to the trauma take on a life of their own. The sensory fragments of memory intrude into the present where they are literally relived. As long as the trauma is not resolved, the stress hormones that the body secretes to protect itself keep circulating and the defensive movements and emotional responses keep getting replayed. So I notice this in the work that I do with trauma survivors, ex-boarders, is this idea that we get triggered very easily. Someone might say something. One of the things in, for me in my line of work is it's being criticised. If someone says, you've done this, especially in relationship, this can really, really hurt. So it's like the dissociation is being re-triggered. And then I wanted to talk a little bit about Judith Herman and her work. And she says, The psychological distress symptoms of traumatized people simultaneously call attention to the existence of an unspeakable secret and deflect attention from it. So we have, <gasps> we can't talk about it, and we dissociate, and then also we, you know, we keep reflecting about what what's happened so i often hear that with clients is they keep replaying the bad memories she goes on to say this is most apparent in the way traumatized people alternate alternate between feeling numb and reliving the event the dialectic of trauma gives rise to complicated sometimes uncanny alterations of consciousness which george orwell interestingly george orwell was an ex-border one of the committed truth-tellers of our century called Double Think, which mental health professionals searching for a calm, precise language call dissociation. Okay, so just introduce those ideas. So often what we do when we dissociate, and again this is specific to my clients, but to others that I've worked with who have had childhood trauma, is this idea that we keep busy. That's one of our ways that we dissociate. Is right, I've always got to be doing something. As an ex-boarder, this is something that we have learned to timetable. We're always on the go. We've always got something to do from 7 o'clock in the morning through till 9.30 at night. The first few years, certainly, we're always on the go. We find it hard to stop. That's the first thing. The other thing is with addictions. 
That's another way that we dissociate is rather than fully feeling, feel what we feel, we, right, I need to addict, get into my addiction. So I might um, look at the internet, I might um, look at porn, I might drink, might take drugs, might sex, you know, it's like I'm always on the go. The other thing is physically shutting down. It might be someone attacks us or is criticizing us and we just can, boom, we know how to put that wall up or just dissociate. We've learned that. Um, and the final way that a pattern of inner critic, I mentioned this in a video a couple of weeks ago, was the inner critic, that the inner critic comes online. That helps us to dis dissociate. Rather than a kind, loving, you know, if you've been securely attached, coming from John Balby's The Attachment Theory, instead of being securely attached and going, oh, they're, they're saying this, and the inner critic, the inner voice is going, it's all right, no worries. The inner critic in trauma survivors, I've often noticed, will be like, you idiot, mine was you're a piece of shit. Come on, you know. And I push that emotion down. You're a piece of shit. Da, da, da. So these are the old patterns. The next step. So if you've begun this work for a little while. And you're still finding your dissociation is there. What might be happening is that you are still using that busy energy. You might be going from workshop to workshop. Some people call this a workshop junkie. Is that you've got to get the next fix. The next fix. The next fix. And... Actually, part of our work in becoming, connecting to our emotions again is to start stopping, slowing down. If you notice our ancestors, you know, people like the sand bush people, it's said now that we descended from the sand bush people. It's now shown scientific evidence that Everybody came from people living in Africa about 150,000 years ago. If you go and you study the sand bush people, as people like John Young have done, they find that, you know, they like to just sit, to talk, to have the fire. They, you know, they do their activity. He says when they meet each other, they'll just greet each other for 45 minutes. So this is really important for us. If you've begun the healing journey, you've felt like you're dissociated, you want to become more feeling, slow down. One thing which will come up, and I see this often with clients, is boredom. Oh, no, no, I'm bored. I need to be doing stuff. That is one of our old patterns, you know, because boredom, you know, if we were not busy, Certainly when we were young at school, you'd get someone asking you to do something. Maybe that was you if you didn't go to boarding school. Your parents, oh, you're lazy, or at school. Actually, we need to start slowing down. Breathe. How do we do that? You know, you could just come into the garden, you know, and barefoot. And you just sit. And I do this every single morning now. Between seven and eight, I will sit here in the garden and I will just... Sit for five, ten minutes. Watch the birds. You know, one day I had a um, a weasel, a little kind of cousin of the ferret, just ran past me. 
it was beautiful and because I wasn't moving he was just engaged wandering around the garden it was beautiful to see uh, yesterday morning coming out here there was a kestrel a bird of prey in the garden and it was just a couple of meters away from me so that's part of our reassociating the coming back into our bodies is feeling another thing I love with um, the work of Bessel van der Kolk is he says when they had 9-11 they set up all these psychotherapeutic um, free services for people to deal with the trauma and he says they were surprised no one came to the therapy sessions so he did a survey to find out well what did you do he says they did yoga massage and acupuncture so these physical that was their way of processing the trauma of 9-11 so that would be the, the next way is doing some form of physical touch whether that is having massage regularly just helping you to get back into your body and fully feeling notice when you go off into your head come back and the third thing is it's in that importance of the drip feeding the pot you've just got to keep filling the pot so I do my practice every day feel connect sometimes it's to, to tears just to really connect reassociate what do I feel in this given moment it might be yoga you know another thing just very slowly just feeling it might be yin yoga or I think it's called scaravelli yoga very slow forms of yoga really feeling the body again as Bessel van der Kolk spoke about on a course I was doing with him recently it says about the window of tolerance we've got to bring our mindfulness into the areas that are uncomfortable <gasps> I feel bored I want to move sit sit with it not all the time but five minutes here ten minutes here to slow down to feel what do I feel if we can come back to the five senses of feeling hearing smelling tasting touching And be mindful with that. When your mind goes off, come back to this moment. And the final thing I'll share today is just about creativity. One of the big healings that happened for me in my transformation in my 20s, from being very dissociated to becoming more in connection with my emotions, was creativity. Often, if we've been in trauma, we have the inclination to go more into our left brains our thinking minds analyzing it we dissociate as um, some trauma specialists have said when we can't escape we disappear up into our heads it's the only place we can go we dissociate from our bodies so if we can access the other part of the brain the more intuitive the right side of the brain the more creative side then oh what do i feel I feel some anger, right, create, paint. I've got quite a few videos on my YouTube channel about me painting. It's part of healing. Uh, there's some quite old ones there, <laughs> I have to say, um, from about 2008. And it's like, just, we need to paint, create, write poetry, be still, just dance. Five rhythms, it's like, feel the body. How do I feel? Create. Exercise is great. 
but that's often unilateral. Sometimes it's good just to be free and let the body flow. <gasps> and then the emotions can come back. And yes, it might be there's floods of tears. We dance it. As I say in most of my videos, we use EFT, we tap. This is welcome. This is just the tapping, science has shown, stills the amygdala, that limbic system, the hippocampus. It just starts to slow and, and send a peaceful signal into that part of the brain. So some reflections about childhood trauma and dissociation. You know, as a response, we're likely to have dissociated. But then we can, in the way of healing, is come back into our bodies. The trick is slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Blessings. Thank you. Any comments, please leave a message below. I've got a podcast on Friday with the amazing uh, Alan Clements talking about trauma, his experiences being a Buddhist monk and living in Burma. He's, he wrote the book with Aung San Suu Kyi, who is the Prime Minister of Burma, and talking about trauma, how we can fully you know, move through suffering. It's beautiful. Uh, I've got three or four podcasts lined up for the next few weeks, so I've got some great guests. Any questions, please do put them below. And final bit is I am doing a workshop in, um, in August. Um, I will post more details next week. But essentially, it's about boarding school, what is boarding school syndrome, and the path to recovery. So if you've been to boarding school or you're a therapist and you work with ex-boarders, this could be a really amazing uh, opportunity to learn some of the, um, the teachings, the learnings that I've had over the years regarding boarding school and how we recover. Okay, bless you. Have a great week. Bye-bye.